Alright, can anyone guess what uh what theme that is from? Uh Super Mario Bros. Yes sir Mario. Yeah. Oh. Always the, the one and the only the legend from Italia, Super Mario. Uh yeah, it was <laughs> it, it 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 is kinda themed in Italian, but the creator was uh Japan, so Nintendo sixty four, you know, yeah, that yeah. was one of the biggest Super Mario, when it came to the market, it came by a storm. And we can all remember when we were kids, we were playing these games and, you know, having a lot of fun. Which brings me to our episode. And our episode is about video games. The, um, you know, how it changed through time and how we see, like, back in the 80s and 90s, Nintendo was, like, a big uh, contender to whereas, like, you know, PlayStation and Xbox. They came into the field, and obviously we saw Sega go bankrupt. And now, um, obviously in the future, we're looking at the Oculus or Metaverse, and what we're seeing is like the augmented reality. So, speaking of video games, um, I want to know from you guys' experience, like what kind of games you guys played, and what do you guys see as changed? Like, what what, what do you think is gonna happen, or like what what do you think the future holds? Uh, Sagun, what do you think? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Uh, the first video game that I ever played was actual Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban, and it was um, it was uh my Game Boy Advance SP. I I still remember it to this day. Uh, my parents bought that Game Boy uh Game Boy SP, and I was like so happy. I would play that for at least like seven or eight hours a day, trying to get through all those missions. And all that, I was so excited. I was like a kid that just, like, you know, was, I don't know. It, it was just, like, it was just something, like, magical. And video games was something no, for Dude, you me. were actually a kid. No, no, you were no, actually I mean, a kid. I mean, I was, it just felt like, it just felt like I was, uh, what, I, what I'm meaning to say is, it felt like I was in another world, you know? I was so zoned out playing all these video is games, that, man. It, it was that. Is that your madness? Yeah, I, I guess I guess in that in that time, I mean the graphics weren't really that good. I still remember playing when I played that Harry Potter. I would go through uh, and do use that broom and fly, but it it was like a bunch of pixels, like small pixels. You couldn't really even see it move across. But, yeah, but at what's that time, interesting is like when you were comparing graphics fun. from like from like now to like back then. But like back then, just thinking about it back then. When we'd see those graphics, you'd like think that was like some. You weren't really think like, oh man, these are terrible graphics. You'd just be enjoying exactly. the game. You just thought it was normal. We're just used to yeah, it because, because, like right now, they got 4K, 1080 HP, <laughs> HD, whatever. Yeah. All these like different different labels and and all these different you know graphic cards going in and softwares with all these. I mean, they're making the games look so realistic right now. They're at one point it's probably going to be even look like it's going to be like a real live action movie you're playing. But I mean, just looking at back exactly. then, no one was really thinking about graphics. It was just like just enjoying. It was the, the expectation, right? Like like what expectation experience? Yeah, just, just expectation experience. Kind of more of an imagination. Don't you what think was it was like you were playing, but it creates that creative imagination. Whereas now. When we're playing games, it's more so so realistic. I don't even know if we can imagine because the realistic, the reality is that the video game looks so realistic. There's no point of you imagining because uh, I think one of the reasons why I was so attracted to Mario was because it's like all that color and you know the Mushroom World or Princess Peach, 
um, you know, go saving them from browser the evil Bowser. dragon. Yeah, yeah. Bowser slash I don't know if he's a turtle or a dragon, but he's a hybrid. But <laughs> I well, don't even know either. Yeah. It was kinda of, it was kinda of fun because you were going in those little pipes and you were going in different worlds, but it was just creating that imagination whereas it was like creativity. But now when you look at video games, you're seeing like a lot of uh, I guess a lot of more blood, a lot more gore, and a lot of more killing. <clears throat> That's just my imagine, uh, my game, my uh, thought process. And obviously, I don't think there's imagination to it. It's more of like complete the mission, win the game, and done it over with, or go live and shoot other people well, in the game. Well, what I, I think like, is what, what's happening is, yeah. um, I think so. Obviously, obviously, things just uh, everything advanced more in the future, um, as we've seen equipment gets better technology gets better now if you're if we're looking at back in like the first video games like the atari which was like i think in like 1970s or even arcade yeah. games like the main like the main game was like a very robust simple console it was like i don't, I don't know if you remember i forgot like pac-man or that oh, uh, yeah, shooting the, game the with the airplane where it's like yeah what, like or tetris, tetris? yeah yeah tetris um you know so it's like very simple games now and then it went what was that uh like the the King Kong was it Donkey, Donkey Kong? Donkey, 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 Donkey Kong. Kong. Yeah. So what happened is like from from those like arcade games, and then I went to like the home game consoles like Atari, and the game started getting more intricate as these companies started learning their their fan base. And obviously, what what it does is if we look at it, when people get bored of something, they expect something next level, higher level. So what happened is, and and again, we're we're humans. Once we get used to something, we want something. We want uh, something we're, more of we're it. So it went from. Exactly. So it went from from these like simple games to like the Donkey Kong Super Mario to then getting like race car games, then getting these like at the start of the like, Call of Duties in the beginning two thousands and like Halos, and then getting more intricate with storylines, plots, and then what Arrow was saying, how you have more blood, more more gore, more um, rated R mature content. So it's just like the 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 bar is being set higher and higher because we as humans are expecting more of these games coming out every single year and from these consoles being introduced every every so often. So yeah, here's the situation. I want to get into something. Hold up. So hold up. Hold up. Um, before uh, second, second, actually, you know what? Go ahead, and I just want to talk about something. Go ahead. Yeah, this is just from my own personal experience too. So, like when I was younger, it just the, all those games that I used to play. I used to play like James Bond. I used to play like games like something called like Spyro and all that stuff. It was it was really fun playing all those single player games. Now I have like a PlayStation Five. I have all these different games. Uh, single player games but i just don't have any interest anymore even though they have so good graphics and everything it's just i don't know they're just something now with these games that they they're very it just doesn't feel the same anymore in my opinion i don't know if the kids these days like they spend hours and hours like i did when i was young but it just for me it just doesn't feel the same so so here's the situation with video games like originally when video games came out uh, I, I believe in the 70s slash 80s, that's when, like, the kids were, like, you know, going to these arcades. And arcades at this time, if you believe it, this was, like, set in malls. And this is when the, this is the age when malls were, like, growing. And that's that was the hub, hub spot for teenagers to go and hang out. And an example of that could be, like, if you watch Stranger Things, you could see, like, the kids going and playing arcade games. I don't know if they're playing in a mall, but you get the theme. Um... I believe, like, the, the, the reason, like, you know, my opinion is, like, video games back then was, I mean, I get it, it was generic, it was basic, 
But the reason it made it fun was because we were going, I remember playing that game with like fellow kids, same age group, same category, where you're just competing against each other in the same room. But like as time progressed, what happened was we saw video games uh, coming more like, like we saw Xbox, Microsoft come into the arena and then we saw PlayStation or Sony come in with their PlayStation 1. And that really revolutionized things because prior to that, there was no games on CDs. And then when PlayStation came, it just like really revolutionized everything. And then they came up with the games like Resident Evil, uh, which was pretty bloody. Um, for, for, Spider-Man. Hearing, There's I, also sure Spider-Man what... as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah and, and I understand, Era, I understand your perspective. You're right because well, games, when they were kids, they were more generic back then. It was more like a... It was it was more like people would go there just to spend. It was more of a social atmosphere too, so people would go and play games, but then they would also socialize. And you know, then once I, they, yeah. I want to end on one point though. I want to say that back then there was games like Donkey Kong and Pac Man, and if you play Pac Man, there's no end to it, so you just play. But whereas now, like if you play video games, there's always an ending, regardless of how you do it or where you do it, it's always the same ending. So that's why I like. I don't know. I just that's... video games back then was a little bit more fun because it you never know like where. The ending was, and you keep playing, 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 uh, and then obviously playing till <laughs> never ending. It's, well, those things, those games totally were true. There, I would say. I mean, yeah. the games nowadays have an ending. It's, it's. I mean, you do have. There's, there's specific genres that you go to. Now you could go to multiplayer. You could go to the ones that are talking about adventure games. But yeah, it's, it's become much more immersive. Where the games these days, as as they evolve, they're trying to capture the human brain more and more. I mean, the the games before in in the older days weren't as interactive as today's are, and that's what they want. They want humans to interact with their video games and their machines more and more, so that that gives them the dopamine kick. And as soon as they get the dopamine, they want to come back. They want to get more. They want to come back and get more, and they keep buying those video games. That's that's what's going on. It's yep. it's basically also- attaching a person to a matrix that we kind of referred to in our uh, matrix episode. That you know how people are actually getting into these things and never leaving it's 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 a cycle exactly. of dopamine rush dopamine kick you know also, what would happen also another point yeah a game character that's it you'll marry game character i mean you yeah can, that's, you i mean pe- people literally people literally have built their lives in the the game known as sims i don't know if you guys have oh, heard yeah. of that game the, people course, have literally created their whole lives. Yeah, like they, they have created their whole lives in Sims. They go to I mean, like do they you go remember to school, one of the episodes from everything. The Office. Yeah, one of yeah. the one of the episodes from The Office where Dwight is actually Dwight in a simulation game. <laughs> yep, that was that was kind of funny. Yep, exactly. Also, also, but I want to add people something. Are, people are getting more and more addictive. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. So. Uh, you guys are obviously know like DLCs, so all these like you know game add-ons. Back in the day, like so when doing I was your playing, audio, your audio cut out. Hold up, hold up, hold oh, sorry, up. Rewind, rewind. Can you guys hear me? Yeah, rewind. Your oh, audio yeah. cut out. So, so basically, yeah, what I was gonna say is back in the day, uh, like all the yeah. So back in the day, there wasn't really that many like add-ons. You know, like you know how games right now they have all these like packs and everything that upgrades your characters. Like you can buy and you can play, basically, kind of play to win. But before it, it didn't you really get different avatars that. and different skins. Yeah, you can get so like Fortnite. I mean, you guys already know Fortnite, right? So you have all these like DLCs that you can get. 
So you can like, uh, you know, change the way that your character looks and, you know, get all these different features. But back in the day, you couldn't, you weren't able to do that. So I think people now are more willing to, you know, it's more, I guess, addictive now than back in the day. So I guess like back these hold, kids hold up, hold up, hold up. Let me let me yeah, mention something true. because there's always there's always a psycholo- there's always been a psychological uh, aspect to these games. Whether it was back then in the 1970s and 80s, where it was just a regular arcade game that you play a uh, never-ending Pac-Man, to right now, like the newest Call of Duty, where people are playing multiplayer. The the one thing is mm-hmm. that these games were uh, were gravitated to grab grab people's attention and to have them spend the most time and money on it. So back then. When you were playing Pac-Man, yeah, like Arrow said, there was never ending to the game. But what people would do is they wanted to get – because they always had a list on there who was the highest player with the highest points. So what people would do is they spend all this money and time at the arcade playing these games so they could beat that high score so they could get their name out there. It was kind of like an achievement for them on that screen when people would go to their arcade. Now what it's doing is transition to these companies because consoles are at home and people are playing on an individual basis. Yeah, they're playing multiplayer um, through, through a server which is connecting them all around the world, but they're at home on their own consoles. And what they're doing, they're spending money to play live, which you have to pay. Mm-hmm. You have to buy a season pass for yeah. Then you spend yeah. money yeah. for, for getting yeah. these different uh, like tokens, avatar skins, these different um, features on there. And then they do competitions that people buy in. So those, the aspect has been all the same throughout, throughout time for video games. It's been to grab people's attention and spend, have them because it's a business at the end of the day. They want to make as much money as possible. People spend money back then to get their name on the, on, to get the highest score so they can make it as long as possible. And people spend money now so they can be the best player in there, make it look their character, the avatar, be the best looking av- avatar, have the, the coolest gears, the coolest features and whatnot. So it's pretty much been the same thing. <laughs> they don't even make much money out of uh, selling consoles or video games these days. All the mo- the most of the money that they make out is in-game purchases. Yeah, their accessories, their accessor- online accessories and, and, and things like that. You know, their, their consoles mm-hmm. yeah, and so- games are not making much on that. It's like a gas exactly. station. Gas station doesn't make money from their gasoline. It makes money from their from their concessions and food snacks that they sell inside the yeah. store. So like, so like Call of Duty Warzone, right? I mean, it's, it's pretty much free to play, but then... You, you you have that aspect, right? The I believe I think I think Harsh you play I think a lot. We lost a goon. Yeah, we lost a goon. Yeah, the video game the video game world the video game world took him. So Dude, yeah. Yeah, you're taken, bro, probably. It's a goon. You're like I was well that reminds me I was actually playing a game that's called Super oh, Hot oh, and oh, it's oh, harsh. You literally sound like you're in an air, air turbine and you speak so loud it's just so much. Oh man, my bad, my bad. He, he's, uh, he's, in too close to mic, right. he's in the video. He's in the video. Harsh and the funky bunch. <laughs> Is it any better now? Nope. It's a, it's 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 alright. It's, it's a little bit. It's, it sounds it's, like you're okay. you're like Houston, we got a problem. Hmm. Hold on. Is it good now? Yeah, I think it's fine. Just speak now. All right. Okay. Sounds good. So yeah, what I'm saying is, um, there's there's a lot of there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of immersive experiences that are being brought up by these video games these days. Um, I don't know if you guys have heard of that. There's this one simulator where you can actually run and make your character run. Yeah, I've, I've you... seen that. I've seen that. Yeah, I think yeah, they actually proposed that a... idea on a shark on a Shark Tank too. Or there was a similar yes. company that did that. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if it ever got got into production or uh, people have it by now, but I did see I did see videos and trailers about that, and it's 
It's like you wear you wear one of those uh, simulator like the Oculus Oculus, and you have your controls in your hands, and you wherever you walk, the controller walks. Like you know how people mm. accidentally yeah. punch their TVs and shit. Now <laughs> that would yeah. not happen yeah. with that thing. <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. punching TVs. Well, in the first place, you wouldn't even need a TV because you're watching everything on VR. You know, so yeah, that's gonna be something and. <laughs> I, I'm going to reference back to again this one more one movie that uh, I don't know if you guys have seen that movie. It's from um, Bruce Willis is starring in that movie. It's called Surrogates. Have you seen that no, movie? I've not, no, I've not. I may have seen it, but no. like a lot. I, I know what movie you're talking about. I've probably seen it like a long time. Yeah. I just don't remember. It's so probably uh, old movie, right? <laughs> it's 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 about where. You know, it's, it's it should probably be from two thousands five six somewhere around that. I, I don't remember. I uh, but I somewhere see. around that time period. And it's where, you know, everybody has a surrogate outside and they control that surrogate sitting in their apartment with, with you know, VR technology. That's what they do. And this one guy who comes up with the technology where he kills that surrogate and that, sur- that, that would kill the person who's controlling the surrogate as well. So he came up with that. And surrogates are... They, they basically use surrogates for everything. All the humans are just inside their apartment buildings and everywhere. But they use surrogates for everything else. Like you want to go to war you want to go to shopping you want to go go in a meeting you want to go anywhere they're using surrogates that have the same face as them or a different face whatever they want it to be i mean it's it's a pretty nice concept of how it's well it's, it's this current society is shaping up to what they're going to be like in the future i mean it's kind of like how they're like. using uh it's kind of like how they're using um drones over there like for when they use them in like in the middle east or how countries are using drones for surveillance or for you know um when they take out targets, you're, you're just someone manned in the United States that's flying, you know, 10,000 miles away. Yeah. Air, a small airplane. It's, yeah. It's, it's applied basically in the same way for, for these games too. How uh, they're introducing, yeah. I don't know. It's, is it, is it, is it Facebook that has the Oculus or is it Google that yeah. has Oculus? It's, it's, I think it's Oculus meta. is it's Quest. I think it's Quest that has Oculus, isn't it? I but thought, I thought isn't it isn't owned by it's, one of the big meta. companies. Yeah. It's, it's owned by Facebook. Oculus Either way, you're gonna start. You're starting to see a lot of it coming more into play, and I feel like again, what Harsh mentioned with that new kind of a console simulator where you're actually running. I think not only are we gonna see that uh, being implemented probably like sometime later in the future for for real world, whether they have like robots connected to it and people operate from their own home, whether they use it for work, construction, war, whatever it may be, but we can definitely see that um, being implemented in the game world, but probably in real life too, as well. So that'd be interesting to see what's going to happen in the future with that. You guys think that, so basically, basically, let me, let me, let me finish my point. So was that arrow? I was, (laughs) or actually no arrow. Yeah. You go ahead. You go ahead, arrow. I think you have something more important. Hold up. Hold up. up. I have a different transition. So I have a different transition. If yours isn't the same transition, speak it, then I'll transition. Um, so mine was, I mean, mine was kind of like a question to you guys, but I guess, I, I guess, yeah, I'll, I'll just say it. So like in the future, do you guys think like this whole, this whole concept of, you know, like your whole body will be, I guess, in that virtual world. So I don't know if you guys seen like Ready Player One, a movie called Ready Player One. So yeah, it's like, it's, uh, you, you have that kind of virtual, like, it's like, it, it's like that simulation of where. When you move, you're inside that world, and you feel like, like that whole. I don't even know how to describe it. It's like it's everything feels real, you know. 
like do you guys think like we're far away from that or do you guys think that we're we're on the steps of doing that i don't know i think that's on the steps because if you if you look at, if you look at facebook they changed their name to meta and they were putting yeah. all of their eggs in that basket because i believe mark zuckerberg just has a i don't know what the kind of knowledge he has but at the end of the day he knows something that we don't and that thing is the virtual reality and what i think is happening i mean we could use an example i mean i always transition to this example is if you look at the country of japan as the technology modernized um we we saw more and more people like staying at home and doing and just not socializing and then what what i presume what happened if hypothetically the metaverse kicks in and this like whole augmented reality where you're not really uh you're not really outside but i guess in the virtual world you're outside so i would say like there's gonna be like concerts there's gonna be events there's gonna be like black tuxedo events and obviously there's certain type price tags and i don't know how the funds are gonna be happening in that I, I i'm assuming that you're going to be paying from like, I don't know, crypto, crypto coins to enter these things. And I think yeah. the one thing that I guess that, that would incentivize uh, these uh, and and basically these entrance fees would be the fact that you're not just limited to United States. You're going to be interacting with people all across the world. And but the but the bad part is if you watch that movie, what was that movie with Bruce Willis? I think someone mentioned it. Uh, where Surrogates. Yeah, yeah, where where the I mean, the the character in the surrogate was a female, um, and then when the person woke up from that whatever, it was a dude. So I mean, at the end of the day, hopefully, you know, you don't find your true love within this like, <laughs> aspect because at the, there's no there's no way of knowing who it is. Yeah, I mean, so that's you, just, you, you that's don't just you never know. Funny. You never know. Yeah. You never know. But I I I think as here's the thing. There was a YouTube video I watched with Elon Musk, and it's kind of interesting what I saw. He said, "As to, uh, as people become more educated, therefore uh, they they are working more, therefore they have less time to um, produce, reproduce. But as people become poor, they have more time, and the more time they have, the more kids they have, and therefore they are more religious. The more the more educated you are, the less religious. The less educated you are, the more religious. Which is funny because I I, I actually agree with that terminology yeah. that you said. And I think yeah. with this like virtual reality, um, and games and you know augmented reality and the world of like unknown, it'll, it'll definitely be interesting to see how the world turns. I'm not gonna say yeah. it's good or bad. It just if everything comes good and bad, it just it's like yin and yang, just like we we talked about. Yeah. Also, uh, Arrow, you mentioned about the concerts. I don't know if you guys saw like the so Travis Scott, one of the rappers, he did a concert in Fortnite. So this was, I, I believe, this was during the pandemic itself. I just see that uh, becoming more of a normal trend now because uh, what with everything being digitalized, uh, trying to connect everyone in the whole world, I feel like what what they're gonna do is they're gonna have this kind of virtual reality. And they're gonna host that concert. See, see, hold up. So I don't. I don't. So that, I, I disagree with. You that. don't think. I you don't think that's gonna happen. No, because concerts have been very interactive. People wanna. People enjoy concerts it, because not it, only is a person is an artist performing in front of them, but there's also a group of people. So it's more of a vibe and an energy. It is. It is. But, but because here's what's the difference between you listening to a music video and you going to a concert. I mean, it's 
you're listening to the same person saying the same thing, but it's the experience. You might, but but but, but what I'm well, what I'm saying is, let's say you have the actual like virtual reality experience, right? So you, it's different from what we know today. I'm saying like like in the future when you're like when you feel like you're in the concert. Let's say you I mean, can't you can't go to that concert that day. Let's say you're somewhere in Brazil. Let's say you're somewhere in like some part of the world, right? And the concert is uh, like it's being hosted in the U.S. You can't just fly away right away. So this is like a way to make it accessible for all the people around the world who don't have access to go to that artist right away. That that was my point, but I do see your point as well. Yeah, I mean, I just I just think that there's some things that. It's all reality. I mean, it is all opinion, but I just, from my perspective, I see that there's might be some aspects that virtual reality can't really get a full grasp on because, again, it is virtual. Again, like I said, for the concert, people want to experience that firsthand. They want to be in that in that scenario because you could you could you could record, you could listen to a recording of a concert, but it's not going to be the same as when you're in actual actual presence. But hold up, it's not. I prefer I prefer to go to in person concerts, but the thing is, I feel like the trend of what we're going to like from now and always all we're seeing in Fortnite and all these virtual reality, I think it's just going to trend that way. But yeah, that's just hold my up, opinion. Hold up, well, hold up. When you, you know how you go clubs, they play like music on a DJ booth, <laughs> whatever you know. At the end of the day, you don't you think clubs is going to be like a DJ DJ. DJ kind of theme is going to be in that virtual reality where you're joining, I don't know, a room filled with kind of like clubhouse, right? A room filled with 20 strangers, 30 strangers, depending on yeah. how. The thing like- is with, with the thing is with music, it's interactive. Like people either dance, they're, they're socializing. What are you going to do? You're going to be they in a room like bopping your, you know what I mean? You're, no, I, I don't see that. It's just, I mean, I mean, right now, France, France. So one thing is, right now, I mean, you may seem like, uh, you may feel like it's this way, right? But let's say in the future, the only, let's wait, say twenty, thirty years. I understand what you guys are saying, but the only way that's gonna happen is if people really like live in cocoons and don't go outside the house. That's the only way I, I see. Like, I feel like that could happen, you know, with all this virtual reality. I just, I agree. I agree. That could happen. Totally. That's, yeah, that could happen. People will leave their houses. People won't because uh, they're just too comfortable. It's just gonna be. I don't know if you guys Actually, saw the movie yeah. like Wally. You guys yeah. saw the movie Wally. We already talked. It's gonna. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We but we already talked about in one of our episodes how people have been how people have started going out lesser and lesser over the time. For yeah. sure, I think for we sure. Talked but, about that. but to like see it from like a standpoint of like every single bar is gonna close, every single club is gonna close, every single concert is not gonna happen. It's gonna be obsolete. That's, that's not gonna happen, but that's what that's not gonna happen. That every single thing is gonna close. Have you seen that movie? Um, the the movie that me and uh, Arrow are talking about, surrogates. In that movie, those surrogates actually go out, have dinner, have food, go out for drinks. You know, they do that. They take that whole experience with them. Like it's, they do everything just as normal human beings. Every place is open. They get haircuts. Everything is open, but it's just that the actual human being is sitting inside the house controlling that circuit. That's about it. No, for sure. I, and I understand what you're saying in regards to the movie. I just, at that point, I feel like if, if we end up going to a place like that, and I'm not saying that we might not, hopefully it doesn't happen yeah. to that extent. Yeah, hopefully it doesn't. But yeah. at, at that point, we would basically lose all humanity. Because no, no, which, is, which is what the, the movie uh, Wally. Remember, I, I, you saw those guys. These guys are really like, they're just sitting in their chair. They have everything there, you know, that they can access right away. I just feel like it's it, humans want that, you know, pl- like, I I don't know, that sensation, that quick satisfaction. It's just within our okay, nature. Okay. 
So, hold on, hold on. I want to add a I joke. I don't know. I, I mean, it's just my joke. opinion, but we'll see. Yeah, but I want to add a joke. You know, Franz, I know, you know, the world is a reality. But sometimes people just want to be, like, something else. So, obviously, this virtual reality. For, look, for example, like Comic-Con. I'm not sure if you're familiar. If you guys are familiar with Comic, uh, yeah. maybe Sagoon, you yeah. might be. But the the rest of the crew is not. So if you know about Comic Con or these anime events where uh, people dress up in weird characters, for all I know, some people dress up as uh, Spoon. So <laughs> you could come to these events <laughs> like a spoon dog. Yeah, but like, that's still in per- you're not getting a that's still in person interaction. That's not a virtual interaction. Hold up! Hold up! Hold up. Hold up, this is in person, yes. But you got to look at, okay, how about this? Let me give you an example. Look at McDonald's, right? How did McDonald's grow up? It was fast, efficient, and just get your food and get the hell out. So don't you think people want that fast, that dopamine, like, right away? Why would they get out in the cold or start their car and go to an event? See, that was my point. That was my point. Was, what I was going to say. across them and sit down and take it. And then for all you know, you, you could dress up in Halloween and be a spoon in this uh, augmented reality and show up in a bowl. Here's the thing. At the end of the day, it's going to go back to human, uh, back to the human, uh, two square one, human evolution 101, which is, what is it, the strong, what is it, the survivor of the fittest. Um, those yes. are able to adapt or survive. So those that, yes, there might be a point in human history where people are going to be more inside, more virtual and whatnot. But those people at the end of the day, they're not going to, I mean, I don't know how it's going to play out, but they might not uh, have a family. They might not go and get married. They might not socialize to a point where once certain time passes, they're they're going to die off. And those that did go out, did interact, did create a family, did have a, a legacy or whatnot what? are going to be those that mm, continue on and leave on that legacy. So, and well, 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 what, if, what, if, what if that's the big game? That's the big plan? Because you know, I think it might be. Population be metro booming, then, you know, sometimes we need that little control and those controls that's definitely that's definitely i mean there are theories behind it saying hey COVID 19 was fabricated and manufactured <laughs> in the country and that's, that's yeah what there's saying. a lot but, of you those you know you never know you never know did you yeah, guys you never know did you guys so, watch, uh resident evil just my last one did you guys watch resident evil the last uh movie no, no i'm not yeah i'm not, not a fan I'm of resident evil at all no okay if you're familiar with the story so there was a zombie apocalypse that took over the world yep. and he died but then at the end of the movie it was found out that umbrella corporation was the main hive behind it and they intentionally released the virus so to decrease the human population because their scientists discovered that at the current momentum world population is increasing where we're killing the planet and in turn the planet will kill us so what they decided to do is they released the virus to kill the people therefore to save the planet so it's like you know kind of like thanos and avengers where mm-hmm. he's portrayed evil. Snap. In reality, is he doing good or bad? That's the question. It's up to the honest to decide. Well, that's 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 a that's a good question though. I mean, and and I I I would I would want to put forth one more point to this. The, there's virtual reality and then there's reality, right? So right now we we I think we are we all agree to this point that we have an imbalance between the virtual world and the actual world. People are yeah. not not balanced between the one of what every person is polarized to one or the other right so there, there should be a good balance which i think was before covid as soon as covid happened yeah. and people started to ease into the lifestyle of being virtual not being yeah. at places and actually seeing the people on a video camera and ordering food sitting inside 
a lot. I mean, rich people were doing already from before, but now they're just doing that. That's the only thing. Every, also working from home. Services working and, from home yes, as work, well. I mean, everything has been boosted up. So, but, I mean, COVID kind of boosted that whole virtual reality side of people up. And it also gave the, these companies such as Microsoft, Activision, uh, Facebook. I think we, we we had to talk about that, but I think it's going to get too long. We did not talk about all that. Yeah. That's um, another subtopic itself, you know? So, yeah. Yeah, that's, it's, it's, a, it's another subtopic. So what I'm saying is it, cut, it the virtual reality got boosted by COVID. Before that, we had a good balance. People would still work from home some days, but, you know, they would have to go in every time. Um, their major workplace was the was was workplace, like was actual inside the building, not at home. Right now, people are doing at-home jobs, like they're doing three at-home jobs. The overemployment is also a big problem. Um, that's that's what I'm putting forth, that, you know, COVID has kind of created that imbalance. Hey, hey before, before we end it, I want to add one thing. The dating world and virtual reality will metro boom. I mean, here's the thing: you won't you won't know who the guy, who the person is on the other side. But <laughs> just like Bumble, you don't know if they're real or fake. But I guarantee you, that thing will metro boom. Like it's if anybody's listening I mean, to this episode, got any ideas? Go ahead, build it before it's too late. I mean, the whole <laughs> idea of even like the dating apps have increased but imagine like you get you you see it in the virtual side as well i think that's 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 another business itself that's gonna like what arrow's saying metro booming it's gonna go exponentially up but we'll see we'll see how that develops and how how they create that and how they use it so all right all right all right and this episode will once again a theme of Mario, so you you know you know what I mean. It all began with Mario, and we ended in the world of virtual reality and the possibility of mankind going to its extinction or be going to its evolution. We don't know. That's up to you guys to decide. But um, please, you know, like, like, subscribe, rate. And what episode we're we doing right now? We're episode 40, 41, I believe. It's forty, I think. No, 40. 40. So this is like a. Yeah, Almost 40. 10 till 50, so we're, we're, we're okay. getting there. You know? okay. What are we getting? So, Thanks for the master one. Okay, so no everyone, please, <laughs> please listen to our episode, like, subscribe, and always thanks for joining Lunar Nation. And we hope to hear from you on our next show. Thanks. Bye. <laughs>